You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm Craig and this evening I'm joined by John and Chris. All right, guys. All right. Evening. All right, good to have you back, Chris. Uh, good to be back. Well, as much as I'm back, because if I disappear off, it's because the wee man started crying again. But he, at the moment he's sound asleep, he's actually sitting next to me. So, uh, you remember how we used to have Wendy the cat appear on a podcast? We might have a baby this time. <laughs> oh, superb. You'll probably talk more sense than us. <laughs> probably talk more sense than me, yeah. That's it. Right, before we get started, there's something I need to remember. I wrote it down somewhere, but I can't find a bit of paper. So I'm going to say it while, I, while it's in my head. Tomorrow evening, on Tuesday, Stirling Albion are playing Elgin City. And the reason I bring this up is because they're doing free admission for the game with... Oh, well, uh, you'll be there. Well, possibly. But what they're doing is they're asking for donations to the John Hartson Foundation. Oh, very good. There's ah, no good, minimum eh? and there's no maximum amount. So give whatever you want if you go to that. I think it's a brilliant gesture. Uh, it's really good to the club. Uh, you could see them doing all that. You can, uh, you can get in, but it's a minimum £5 to the foundation. Now they've just come out and said just anything, anything you can afford, do it. So I hope that hope that many people dig deep, and I think it's ten pound normally to get in. So I'm hoping that people put that in a ten a minimum. Right. I think it's a brilliant cause. Well, that's a great idea. Ho- hopefully they got a good lift. Yeah, I, I wanted to mention. I would have forgotten. See on the topic of that, I'm just trying to remember this. Uh, the juniors teams. There was a game recently between Beath and I think it was Craig Mark. I'm just trying to double check, but what it basically the away team were kind of struggling for cash. So what they did is Beef gave all the gate money to the other club to help them out, which is a good thing, I think. Let me mm-hmm. see, I've got it here. Was it Craig Mark? Be- be- team- Aye, Craig Mark. So they were struggling, so Beef gave them all their gate money to help them out. That's so, good. I like it. That's what football's all about, helping us yep. e- each other out. So it's a good side. Yep, you're right. You're right. I want to go all the way back to last week. It seems such a long time ago when we faced Poland, another friendly that, I, to be honest, I wasn't that excited about. And it was on the Daily Record website for free. Now I only really jumped on the bandwagon about half time. And I was checking Twitter. There was a lot of complaints about the stream quality. But from what I've seen, ignoring the the lack of studio at half time and studio at full time, I thought the stream in the second half worked really well. It's probably because everybody had I was it. pleased. I think, I think most people were half-time and went on the uh, other sources for the, the game. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd started, I would try to go on at the start, and I struggled to go on at the start. It wasn't, I thought as well, see if it had been on, it wasn't that clear where you were to go on the Daily Record website to actually watch it. So I was trying to find that for a while, and obviously the programme didn't start till half-seven, so mm-hmm. we were having to wait till half-seven, and then I think at that time there was obviously loads of traffic, try to go on it, and it started off, kind of went on, first few minutes was all right, and then I think about five minutes in, it froze, and I just thought, if it's my poor internet connection, probably again, this, you know, how I like to disappear from the podcast and all that. So, <laughs> um, no, it turns out, I kind of started checking and seeing on, like, social media and all that, not the whole feed's down, and it came back, and it was 15 minutes behind, so I'm thinking, right, try and avoid the score, try and avoid the score, and then eventually, I think it caught itself at half-time, they managed to get it back together, but considering it was a free, it was a free thing, and it was the first time doing it, it was, pro- it was no bad. Ah, yes. uh, it was a it was a friendly, so I mean, if you're going to make a mess yet, that's a, that's a game we'd make a mess yet. Uh, but I still, don't know why they didn't get professionals and to do it. 
and by professionals I mean somebody with a, a track record even going to some YouTube they right. do live broadcasts and go to somebody like that don't go to somebody that's going to fall over based on demand I suppose credit to their record for stepping in and doing it for free because before that it was just going to be pay-per-view and I can't imagine many folk would have paid for it no would they thought so a friendly nah uh, I certainly would not have paid for it yeah, I wasn't even I wasn't even that first when it was free, which is why I didn't watch the first half. That's I just that's couldn't unusual get myself for you. excited. That's unusual. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not I, could, I couldn't get excited about it. I don't know why. Friendly. I know that it, it means a little bit more because it was against Poland, uh, in our group. But no, I wasn't too excited. Aye, but for for all they were in our group, once you heard that Lewandowski was the point, you're kind of thinking, well, that's their main striker, <laughs> and how serious are they taking us? Yep. Aye, but. Was, we did all right though. It's not as if we didn't play. I think up until the final third, we looked a good team. We never created many chances, but then the chance we had, we took. I think Scott Brown's. I'm just trying to think if there was many other efforts that we had apart from Scott Brown's phone. I never heard much about it. Eh? I think can't it was... think too much. But under striking, so every game I think there's been progress. We continually pass the ball about nicely. Look far more composed than we have done. And actually, I can't even remember. A a team that's looked more composed with Scotland in terms of passing it, looking for not like just playing it long all the time, mm-hmm. but playing nice short passes. Everyone looks comfortable in the ball, confident as well. Another clean sheet might only have been a friendly, but that's what I think. Four in a row. Three, five, four, four clean sheets, and then what, two, I think at least two of them, two have been away from home as well. And against decent opposition, okay, Poland were missing players, mm-hmm. but it still gives the team confidence. Definitely. I mean, yep. that that's I, I know I know we beat the Czech Republic in a friendly before we played them in qualifiers a few years ago under Levine, but I think we're, we're certainly a, a bit more confident at the moment. I don't think we're going to go to Poland in, in the qualifying campaign and play 4-6-0, are we? No. <laughs> it was interesting we played two up front as well. Aye, that, um, that, was, most, that was good. Most of the time you would think at home, why that's when you play two up front, but Strachan decided to match up a bit and play two up front. Um, so that was kind of good. Uh, maybe could have some negative. Stephen Fletcher, I think, didn't really get into the game much, but he's not really informed just now anyway for his club. No. Um, but from goalkeeper to defence midfield, all played well. Barry Barron, even though he's not playing regularly, he played well. Um, Gordon Greer, he's had a lot of criticism moving in the squad for his age, but I think since he's come in, he's been all considered a goal when he's played. Aye, aye, definitely wasn't an exciting inclusion, uh, but you're right. Stats speak for themselves. I quite liked a... Well, I suppose we better start with the goal. I was going to talk about Bruin's reaction, but the goal itself, I thought he took it really well. I thought there's always a temptation to, to swipe at it in that instance when the ball was bouncing just perfectly. And you can almost you can almost envisage the, the ball going in the net before you've even hit it. Aye. I thought he did, it, did well to, to keep it down, well controlled. He said himself it was one of those ones that was either going to go in the net or Rose head. That's the bit that, that really made me smile was when, when he came out and said that because that's that's something that I think we would say after a game of fives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just just accept that you've you've got a wee bit lucky there. You've you've hit it as sweetly as you could and yeah, admit that on another day it could have been Rosette, but on this day it was uh, a, the sweetest goal you could get uh, at the edge of the box like that. Uh, so the, the prolific Scott Brown for Scotland now that's, that's, he scored against was it Norway we played as well he's he got the only goal of the game is he not the top scorer was he not the top scorer in that squad I think could well be now for eh? Scotland I'm sure I've seen that somewhere uh, so we still need to find somewhere up front that's going to score um, don't know well Griffiths could be the, the man could be yeah. if he gets a, a good run on the Celtic side 
and he continues to score like he has been, then aye, he could be the guy. Um, Possibly. Aye, got, we certainly got options. But when you think yeah. that Jordan Rhodes can't get in the squad, then that's pretty decent. Um, the, the ideal situation is for Stephen Fletcher to get back in form, yeah. start scoring goals, because I, I think he is the one that if you play him one up front, he can lead the line well. Um, and he's got a bit of, kind of presence about him as well, so he's, kind of, he's pretty decent in there. Because I think, I like Stephen Naismith, okay, he's alright as a player, but he's not an out-and-out scorer. I know back in the day when he was at Kilmarnock, he had a good record for scoring goals. Um, Latterly at Rangers as well. He, was, he got in there a bit of a scoring run before he got himself injured, before he yeah. done his knee. But I think you'd want to have someone that's playing regularly up front, um, leading the line for us. Or maybe doing the same, maybe striking no surprises and play two up front again, see what happens. I really liked it before, was it the Wales game, when Strachan came out and he was trying to explain to the media that nobody plays 4-4-2 in international football because it just doesn't work anymore. And then he came out and started with two up top. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Through everybody. Aye. He's good for that. I like him. He's good. Aye. One thing about the goal, I thought it was a really good example of the new offside rule. And how, well, uh, I believe it, it's made things a lot clearer because Naismith was well offside. He was standing quite near the post, if I remember correctly, and the ball went in. There was no danger that he was interfering with play because with a new rule, he didn't touch the ball. He didn't get between the, the keeper and the ball. So he was quite happy standing there. I'm not saying the old rule would have flagged him as offside, but there would have been a wee doubt. Has he distracted the keeper in any way? So I, I thought it was a good example of how we've moved on, progressed. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Robertson got a debut, which was decent. He only got, was it about 20 minutes? Still counts, so. Yep, still gets my cap. Yep. Doesn't tie him to us, but I don't think there's any danger of him going elsewhere. Surprised. A year ago, he's playing for Queen's Park. Aye, true. <laughs> Not bad at all. Uh, so. it's, it's a shame I can't remember him from last season. Uh, playing against Rangers, I can't remember him. Um, I don't know if he played or not. Just... Right, we'll move on to this weekend's games. The Scottish Cup. Loads of games in the telly. It was overload in the telly. So I suppose we should start with the, the first one, which was Wraith Rovers against St. Johnson. And I forgot that it was on the telly. Despite saying on the podcast for... this week, I forgot yeah. it was on the telly. And somebody, I spotted somebody message, put on Facebook, oh, what a goal by, was it Cardle? Yeah, Joe Cardle. I just thought that the guy was at the game. I didn't. I didn't add two and two together and <laughs> count that it was on the telly. It was only later on when I was uh, watching sports scene because they had a Saturday night edition. I was watching that and I was like, "Wait a minute, this was on the telly." Aye, but I suppose Cardo's goal is worth a, a good mention. It's a cracking finish. Really good strike. Yeah, yep. I mean, I, he's hit it for some distance, but there's no way the keepers get any chance with that because it's glanced in off the post. So. Yeah, fair point. Sometimes you hit them and they, they go into Rose Head and sometimes you hit them and they go into the net. So. They've done well overall from what I've seen. Yeah, I, well, there was a lot of talk on the, the, the sports scene highlights of maybe he should be playing at a higher level than he is, but I don't know. I think he seems to be quite happy at Rathrow so maybe that's where he wants to be. Yeah, I thought it was it looked pretty windy. Did you see the amount of shopping bags on the pitch? <laughs> I saw that. That's always a sign that you're on it. You're at a smaller stadium. Who takes shopping bags no, to no, football? No, no. You know the only sign you're at a smaller stadium is when you've got the camera cutting to the woman standing at the window in their dressing gown on their phones looking at <laughs> onto the game. Aye. 
Aya sinna apusi da pacha ne fora matana fa perant fa arasel pa aya sinna. I get that I. Ah there was uh, there was a comment or two on the forum that I can't really repeat. Oh, Aye, what are they doing on their phone? Go repeat it. Well, it was two women in their dressing gowns. Use your imagination. <laughs> I thought I said it was a brothel. I said someone said that. <laughs> that's brothel. what I was talking about, John. I just didn't want to see it. And I seen you say, I seen you mention as well on the forum saying, "What can they get on the phone that they can't get on at the football?" And I and you said they were on Facebook, and I was going to mention that they can get a poke because you can have a poke on Facebook, can't you? Can you still do right. that? I don't. I haven't seen I the know. poking facility on Facebook for a while. No, I've not poked anyone on Facebook for a while. No, that's a bit old school, that, poking people on Facebook. You down with the kids, John, is that what it is? Yeah, don't get me into trouble down with the kids, man. That sounds like I'm Gary Glitter or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell. Oh, nothing like that. Nothing like that. And speaking of pokes, there was another conversation on the, the forum with the, the, our friends of the water in Northern Ireland about how the poke over there is something completely different, it's something like an ice cream. <laughs> Aye, but we're talking about a poke of chips as well. I Aye. mentioned a poke of chips. So, uh, so Ice cream. Aye, aye, in Northern Ireland, it's perfectly acceptable to, poke, to give a poke to a kid. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't, know. A I don't know how a poke's an ice a cream. Because, I don't know. <laughs> you were going to come out with a reason there. Oh, no, I was thinking, could you get a, like a poke in a, could you get an ice cream in a kind of scoop type thing? Like a scoop shaped cone? Well, see, that's what I thought, but even that's sort of, that, that's the that... container. They seem to imply that the poke aye. is the ice cream. Or a poke, oh, that's just weird. Whereas to me, a poke is what you say, it's like a poke of chips. Aye, no, the other poke that I was talking about earlier. No. On Facebook, on Facebook poke, yeah. No. There's, Facebook. There's, no other, there's no other kind of poke. I'll just talk about Facebook pokes. <laughs> right, well, just in case there's any kids listen. Ah, oh, there might be. There might be. Mona, because he wants some ice cream now. Yeah. <laughs> right, next up, Aberdeen against Dumbarton. Right, we got, we're going to move on, we're not going to mention Nigel Hasselbank's maze run. Oh, I You've got it, I bet you've got that written down as well. No, I forgot that I'd said oh, that. I was on, having a go. wee drink on Saturday night and I've forgotten what I Tell said. The audience. About the topoke. Right, wait a minute, I'm going to have to go back and look at my timeline. So don't diss the topoke. Do not diss the topoke. Aye. That's it, aye. Pat Nevin, coach extraordinaire. <laughs> <laughs> but I suppose sometimes when you're playing football, sometimes anything anything counts. A wee topoke's... Sometimes all you can do. It's a good tool to have in, on your belt. If it goes in the back of the net, that's all it matters. Whether it's with your toe poke or with your butt or whatever. If you can surprise your goalkeeper with a toe poke, then it's worth doing. Oh, I see. oh, you know what's good with a toe poke? One of the, the float away balls. <laughs> oh, wait, you hit that with a toe poke. Nobody knows where <laughs> the ball's gone. <laughs> Probably not where you want it to go. Oh, it doesn't matter. That's that's how Ronaldo does his free kicks. He's been practicing with aye. one of the shoot balls. A fly away in the wind. Aye, aye, you know, he just toe poke it and it just wobbles about in there. Two pitches and that's each other and the ball ends up another pitch. I talking about sports scene, did you see I posted a, a picture on Twitter? I was looking on Sky for sports scene and there was a, there's a competitor sports scene. It's on CCTV News. 
a World Sports Bulletin. What's CCTV? Is that no? What children's TV? Is that for criminals? That's, or they say it's SPFL or I, I, It says action from the international athletic arena and stars of the sport scene. Ah, see ah, done it's, it's, So it's sports space scene, but that's too close to sports scene. Aye, it's hard to say as well. You need to pause. Too many S's. Well, when you're watching sports scene or sports scene, <laughs> I knows. knows. Right, we move on to Aberdeen Dumbarton now, John. We can do that if you want, aye. Another Aye. nice, another good victory, another clean sheet. Uh, I think maybe some yeah. folk might have expected us to win by a few more goals, but the main job, main thing is we got through. Uh, uh, everybody knows playing against lower league opposition in the cups tough. So oh, uh, I, I, by a goal is it's good enough. I, I will come to that yeah. later. Then. Everybody knows the, the objective is to be in the next round. So Aye. Is that no, no, no. The objective is to still be in the cup, Chris. Uh, this, this. Be a bit more specific. You need to no, get to the next round eventually. Whether you're saying, doesn't matter how you get there. Doing replays no. like the olden days. <laughs> but I only seen the highlights. Um, but I thought Dumbarton looked as if they kind of impressed to an extent. First half, I thought they looked quite decent. Um, and then I think maybe I think they probably realised that once we'd scored, there wasn't really much chance for them to get back into it. Um, we kind of did did the job, closed the game out, but a few chances, but couldn't build on the one 0 leads. Rooney scored again, six goals in eight games, which fantastic return. Um, possibly, I think, the best striker we've had at the club since Shearer. I think that would be fair to say. I mean, I said he signed him, I thought that was a good signing, and he seems to be proving that. So. Aye. Um, it, looks as well, it, it looks as well, I don't know whether this is just a, a, a thing between Scotland and England. See, when a player goes down south and they return, they always look a lot fitter, a lot more kind of, of a build to him. If you look at if you can look at him, he kinda looks like he's kinda got a bit of muscle and a bit he looks fit. Whereas I think sometimes you look at some Scottish players that have been playing in the SPL or SPFL for a few years that they maybe don't look as if they're they train as hard as maybe folk do when they're down south. Um so I think that that's a good thing as well. But he leads he leads the line and it's just made a total difference. I mean we're doing well anyway up until he came in, but he's just added a totally different dimension. It's someone you can count on to grab a goal. Um and He's taking the pressure off others. Yeah, well, that, the... I think that was one of the issues that you were reply, relying too much on McGinn and Hayes wasn't really providing. Uh, yeah, well, so I think that it's, it's useful to, to take that pressure off them and you, you probably see more goals from, from Hayes anyway, I think, now that that pressure's off. Aye, well, Hayes obviously has played with India before at Inverness and they've got a good kind of link up between them. Um and then I don't know at the weekend whether McGinn was just rested or whether he was maybe dropped because McGinn recently there's been some kind of criticism from McGinn saying he's not maybe been in the best form maybe his head's not in it because he's not the main man anymore maybe he's having to play out wide that's one way uh, to look at that I suppose aye but in, in, in a way as well I think McGinnis has done a good thing because he's left him out maybe on Saturday just to maybe show look you're not guaranteed your place and then hopefully this week he'll be all out to impress in training so that on Sunday it kind of works out well because I think McGinn will start. I don't, I don't think he will. He won't start. Um, so I think it's maybe a good bit of management there in terms of that. So it's exciting times. Just a few days away to the final. But we'll talk about that later, obviously. Mm-hmm. Aye, oh definitely. I will talk about that in detail. Oh, so we'll moan about it later as well. Yeah. Aye, well, aye, I've got aye, there's some moaning about mm-hmm. it definitely. Yeah. So on Saturday we had. 
some games from the Premiership and I had a free bet in Betfair and I thought, right, I'll put it on a wee cheeky double. I thought I'll go for Kelly and I was getting out quite confident about a Motherwell win despite me saying they'd drawn the predictor. So I thought, I'll go for a Motherwell win. And Motherwell going 2-0 up, I was already spending my winnings because at that point Kelly were, were strolling it as well. I was, I was getting a bit too cocky and I was saying, right, this is it. What am I going to spend all this money on for my free bet? And I, I couldn't believe it, the Motherwell game. I got a mate who was in the Hibs end. He's a Motherwell fan. And he says he was controlling himself right up to the equaliser. And it's no surprise that he was going crazy at the equaliser, especially the way it was bouncing about, the way the game had went. And I don't know how many times it bounced around that six-yard box before it finally went in. But I, I don't know if he got lynched or not but I said he was jumping about. Did uh, Greg end up at the game? Mind he was going? I don't know. I don't know. I, I forgot to ask him. Did he? Oh, come on. He needs to be doing better than that, Greg. Uh, yeah, I forgot to mention why he wasn't on the podcast. He says he's got better things to do. <laughs> oh, <laughs> aye, is, that, is that how it is? Uh, he says his wife's got plans for him. Oh! Going in the house. There yep. we are. <laughs> That's it, aye. There's some kind of cleaning. Fiddle dust DIY. Penny, Done. can you see it now? Well, he's done That's all the it. painting recently. He's done that. Aye, he can't even multitask like you, Chris. <laughs> I was going to call it babysitting, but no, I don't you, know. No, no, no. You don't, don't you can't you, babysit exactly. your own child. You never child. babysit your own child. It's just went after you. No, oh, but then if you call it babysitting, it sounds like you're actually doing, like you're, you're doing something, like a, a chore that you, you have to get repaid somehow. Oh, that's a night out with the boys or, or whatever. I see, to me, babysitting yes. is the rain and I'm going to go do something else. And if it makes a noise, I'll deal with it. Maybe I'm babysitting right now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I said to you uh, earlier that when my son was small, I used to put him in the crook of my arm and I could reach round him and grab my PlayStation 3 controller and play FIFA. <laughs> it's perfect. Because he was right there, right there. So I could see that he was all right. But then the thing is, he got a wee bit older and then he started thinking, oh, what's this controller? And he would try to grab it and put me off my game. So I had to stop doing it. Right, so Hibs, Motherwell, I thought a uh, 3-3 seemed a really good game. But I wasn't really sure about Nelson's uh, header, about how whether it went over the line or not, because oh. Sports Scene decided not to replay it. They kind of phoned in the SPFL uh, Premiership last week, didn't they? It just thought, uh, here's some highlights, here's yeah. the goals. Right, move on. Something oh, else yeah. happened this weekend. We'll see if we can briefly show it. And they showed, the, like the St. Johnson game, despite showing that the oh. night before. Well, they showed the goals for it, which is fair enough. But then give us a bit better highlights of the, the games for Saturday and the, the, the league. Cause I was, Especially when there was that incident with the ball. I yeah. wasn't sure if it went over. I mean, I know they're terrible for their camera angles as it is, but they never even bothered trying to replay. <laughs> yep. In fact, I don't think they replayed anything in the highlights. I think I looked away with the, the, the Danny Wilson goal, the own goal, and then I was expecting when he played, they just moved on. <laughs> had to rewind. Well, they showed you uh, Batman's skill. They did, aye. And aye. Kelly Hart's that was what, that, what, ba- what did you say, Batman's skill? Batman, aye. Who's Batman? Tesla. Oh, See right, the mask aye. he was wearing. There's a few, there's a few players rocking masks just now. There's a guy, Chelsea. Fraser Wright at Kilmarnock, I think. Ramirez. Aye. Seems to be all the rage. I might... Maybe that's uh, that's a that's a big thing. Focus start winning masks. I know obviously the injuries and all that, but <laughs> that was, that was uh, I think you should go for it. It was uh, 
you should wear a mask and you seen the the kind of bras that they wear at the training. What? <laughs> you seen them? Chris, you'll have seen them, the bras. You know what I'm talking no. about. No, they wear them over. Talk the... about women's football. No, I'm talking about guys' football. Well, I don't know what it's. it's... A, a bra is probably the best way to describe it. Is that what happens in the lower leagues? Is what? that what happens in League One? I'm telling you. That must be nice, can I say? I don't want to football, but that must be nice. It's happens. no bras, it's high-vis uh, uh, jackets are wearing for their day job. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, right? What I'm going to do after the podcast, right, is I'm going to go and Google and, and I'll, I'll search for men wearing bras, <laughs> right? And I'll see, no, see no, if I can get a picture to send It's all right, I don't want to receive that in my inbox. No, thank you. <laughs> right, I'll oh, find yeah. out the name of this, right? But it's a bra type thing. No, you're all right. Oh, I see talking about football gear. Have you seen the new boots that are out? The oh, boots that are like different oh. socks for them. Oh, they're the oh, ridiculous. Uh, no, it's it's like, like, I, I cover it out them as well, the two of them. You're like, what is that all about? You've seen the Adidas ones that's got like the full length socks? Like, because the Nike ones that's just much an ankle sock. Oh, Aye, but the Nike ones are a wee ankle sock. The Adidas ones like a full, full size. But what's the point if you need oh. to wear your regular football socks anyway? Then maybe it's for support, extra support maybe. To stop the ankles getting injured or something like that, maybe. If I see if they don't match, you, have you never you've seen the the, the sticker referees that make you change the colour of tape that you use around your ankle? Oh. Can you imagine that? Oh, you've Aye. got black boots and they're coming all the way up half your sock. You're going to have to colour in your boot. Ah, uh, be like basketball. Mm. I mean, see basketball, they wear all sorts, man. It's crazy. Ah, that's a, that's a good point, Chris, because they were having a go at that because they were talking that the, the footballers and I think Bale was one of them that was mentioned was. Wearing, wearing the like you know the trainer socks that you get. I see for some reason I know that nobody knows this, but I, I pointed to my feet there. <laughs> pointed to your feet. I pointed to my feet because I feel like I'm talking to you in the same room, right? But so no one webcam, the, are we? But no one webcam. We've got the trainer socks. This is, this is a case right? you didn't know where you were socks. So you know what I'm yeah. talking about. Aye, right. So you get trainer socks. Well, apparently they were wearing them. And then wearing the top bit of the football socks. So it was like cut off, so there was a gap, and that's why they were taping them. Because apparently it gives you better feel, because it's the thin socks and your feet. But I don't know. I'm, I'm not really into that. I don't really see know that, what that's all see about. See thin, this and thin that, and better feel. This is how you break your metatarsal. Never had this in the old days. Well, I, I was going to say that's how you end up hurting your foot, because the it's, your foot's cold, and it hits the ball and it slaps. Did we speak last week as well about the knitted boots? <laughs> What's happening there? Some wee granny's been sitting there like with a new pattern. Well, what will I knit today? Well, knit a pair of football boots. <laughs> Apparently they're like they're retro because I seen the new version and I also seen a reference to the old version. How it's just strange. It's strange. See, you on, I also seen copper mundials that are 120 pound. Oof! What? The world's gone mad. See, you were talking about free bets earlier. I got a wee free bet earlier from a, a bookie. I won't name them. But it came in. I just found that out just now. But see the annoying thing, it's a new bookie that I've started betting with because they're some good free bet offers. Huh? Can't he find out how to bloody withdraw the money? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. That's that's why it's so good. Aye. That's why the offers are that's, that's why they offer you the offer your easy bets. Can't you withdraw your money? Honestly. The only bit it's got there's a bit for depositing money, but I'm looking all looking all through this site just now. And thinking, how can I withdraw? I bet it's probably one of those offers, though, but you need to bet about three times through it. But it's oh. all right. I did, a, I did an accumulator. I thought it's a free bet, so I'll have a wee accumulator in four teams. And it came in. No massive amount, £30, but £30 for nothing. That's good. 
That's good. I was up to thirty pound at the weekend there and I squandered it all. Oh, in Villarreal, I seen that. Aye, <laughs> Villarreal, aye. I lost. Is... I lost more money on another game, which we'll maybe discuss later. Oh, but I don't know which game right. it was. This is crazy. I can't find out to withdraw this money. Right, well, what to do is if you can't find out how to withdraw it, we'll badmouth them next week. Right? Aye, good shoot. <laughs> and we'll, right. Aye, we'll wait till I've fought for the top. Oh, my God. Right, the next game, Inverness against Dundee United. And the scoreline suggests it was a humping. It was. And <laughs> I don't think it was would have been such a bad humping if it wasn't for the, the dodgy defender. Aye, they, they, they did have an absolutely horrific first half. With the the, oh, the 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 second goal was probably the worst of a lot. I would have hurt the second one. Aye. Oh, pelted off. <laughs> the keeper bounces it off his own defender right into the path of the striker who rolls it into the net from two inches. Oh, and there was there was a there was a game down south as well. There was a, a goal like that. No, what, what game was it? Cause I remember thinking I was a bit unlucky. Like my son, he's a goalkeeper, and then the goalkeeper the goalkeeper saved it. And then it bounced off the defender or something, and then went in. Aye. Which, aye, I can't think which game it was. Oh, there we are, withdrawal. How to withdraw? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, aye, what about Meekings going straight into the post? I didn't see how long he was down for. They made reference to it, but that looked a sore. Missed that. When did that Properly clatter in the post. That was in the, the, for the first goal. He was sliding oh, in right, to yeah. block it. Uh, and he, he almost got it. Chifchi was at a, a, quite a tight angle. He almost got it, but the follow through he clattered his knee off the post. Ouch. They made reference to it, but in the commentary, but he got up and played on. So the the red cards, I suppose, were were a big deal. Uh, Hughes was not too impressed with either of them. I thought the the, the Tansy one. I thought the the studs were shown, and it was it was almost like a, a malicious stamp uh, the, type action. There were certain angles that looked worse than other angles. I thought. But I, I think the whole thing is you kind of go and be uh, exactly. I, I could, that. I could understand why. Uh, well, I call him give a red card there, and it was the same with the, the the second one as well. I could understand why the red card came out because yep. he went in with studs up. He had his, he, he looked as if he'd got off the ground slightly. He, he kind of brought the second mm-hmm. leg round to get him as well. He was lunging quite a bit. It was, it's one of those ones that I can, I know why he's given it. I can see why people would claim it was harsh as well, but. See the second one. See if you'd taken a, a still image of that, it would have looked like the one of the, the worst and most obvious red yeah. cards ever. Because the way his, his studs were showing, the way as you say, he, he he flew in. He seemed to be he seemed to be flying in. But then when you watch the replay, there was almost no force in no. it. He, he almost stopped before he reached the player. It was just the, there was definitely no follow through. Yeah. Uh, but I as you say. I can see why the red card was I think, in, in both situations. I think the problem is there was one in the first half, I think it was Dundee United's Peyton on Billy McKay. He kind of slid in yep. in his almost the same kind of way. And I think the reason that never got given was because Billy McKay also slid in. So the collision was quite yes. hard and Billy McKay seemed to come off worse. So I think he's, Peyton's no, probably got away with it because Billy McKay was also sliding in. It's 50-50s like that that I see that I just, oh, I wince every time I see them. It, it reminds me so much that the, the Dundee United player who went in and he broke his leg. Can't remember the guy's name. This was only maybe three seasons ago, and he said that he didn't know what had happened really. So he went in for the fifty-fifty, tried to stand up and couldn't. Uh, I'm like, uh, oh, what? He ended up uh, 
oh, you know what? I'll Google it and I'll find out. I vaguely remember it. Aye, so. it's just, it's horrible. Aye. Oh, so I thought the penalty was was legitimate. I thought it was a, a penalty. I don't think there was really much point in discussing no, I don't, it. I think it was so I obvious. Thought I, I could understand when they were coming from the fact that he kind of blindsided him. He's going to come in from behind just as he was the ball was coming in. So the the Inverness player, I can't remember who it was, but he was to stick with the ball and clattered gunning instead. But it's a penalty and I don't think there's any blame. It's just he's unlucky with the timing. See as well, we said last week, after remember Gavin Gunning was trying to get one of the penalties last week, we said he'd probably had a good penalty and there he goes, he scores. I and done a brilliant forward roll. Two forward rolls, in fact. So I'm, I'm, I'm liking those celebrations. That's making a standard of forward roll. So I've, I've, I've tried a somersault once, it looked like that. <laughs> I can't do a forward roll. For some reason, my neck doesn't bend and I end up just balancing on my head and then slamming down on my back. So I, no. <laughs> That's more just a fall. Aye, it was that player I was talking about who broke his leg was Scott Severin. Oh, was it? And then he ended up having to retire. Aye, Scott Severin, he used to have some bad luck injuries. Mm. I remember my hearts were having injuries. But... Good news, right. I managed to withdraw my money. <laughs> That's quite good, because quite often with free bets you need to bet through it three times and stuff like Wait, that. What's the company then, John? Tell us. From it's an older company. Aye. Uh, 888 Sport. They're alright, by the way, like, see ya. You can get the opening offer as you bet so much, and you can get up to eighty-eight pound in free bets. But they keep on sending me all sorts of free bet offers. I yeah. had a, I had a five pound free bet because I said I deposited ten pound, and the initial offer was supposed to get ten pound matching stake. But because I never, I opened the account, never bet straight away, I never deposited the money straight away. So after that, I'll be so they sent me an email. Oh, if you deposit ten pound, we'll give you a twenty pound free bet. But I never found, never realised in terms of conditions that it had to be a bet at even money. Mm-hmm. So they say they sent me an email back saying, right, uh, okay, you've still got the option of getting your free bet if you just bet a ten pound on a single, because I bet an accumulator mm-hmm. that was a, a evens, but Aye. the permutations have to be higher than evens as well. So they gave me a five pound free bet as well. So I've had that five pound free bet. I've still got my twenty pound free bet. The, you get a five pound no risk mobile bet as well, so it's pretty good. And Aye, the fact is, good. The fact as well that usually with free bets you have to bet through them a few times, whereas this one that's letting me withdraw the money straight away. That's good. So that's extra extra money for the weekend, for Sunday. See when I hear 888, I think subtitles. Subtitles, I was going to say subtitles. Aye. <laughs> Sorry, it's not, not just what me. do subtitles nowadays? Subtitles used to be great, though. Before you had teletext, that was the way of getting all your football news. Get on the teletext door, and they had all the they all had all the team pages, uh, and you would check through it. You had to sit through, oh, you had to sit through John, it waiting on like page forty two. <laughs> aye, John, it's funny that you should bring that up because there was a website who kind of tried to revive uh, the, the old teletext page three zero two dot co dot uk. Oh, cool. Right. Aye. Aye. I don't know, I don't know what genius, what genius developed that website. Was it you? Aye, it was me. Aye. <laughs> Aye. Oh yeah, Aye, it's the latest news for the I BBC, and then there's summer. also Scottish yeah. football forums topics. Yeah, see why we're see why we're plugging that. You may as well plug all your other stuff. How's head the oh, ball? Board? You've got a world leaderboard now. There's a head the ball's got a world leaderboard. There's football yeah, playing yeah, in audience. Burma, Iraq, Ethiopia, Iran, all wide. over the world. Thailand. Who's Aye. the top scorer just now? Is it still you? Me. <laughs> still me. Aye. 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 Aye that's a plug oh, over. New Douglas right. Park, the host cup tie, page three two seven. Cool. That would just nicely on to the final Scottish Cup game. Aye, so I had £11 left in my bookies account, so I thought to myself, right, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna spend this. Is it gonna be Rangers minus two? Is it gonna be Rangers minus one? I said, thought, no, 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 no. Ah, uh, what I'll do is I'll play it safe. I'll uh, it's like printing money here. I'll get Rangers one point one. Right. One point one just for 1. them. One point one. It's easy. Somebody short as that. That's when you. That's, that's easy. No, that's it. easy. That was that was a pound in the pocket for pretty much that enough. That serves you right. That's what I do. <laughs> one pound, a pound in the pocket <laughs> for just about nothing. Aye. Aye. So then I, then obviously it didn't go that way. And well, we all know the result. Uh, Albion Rovers played played superbly to to get a one-one draw. When the referee robbed well, well, aye, that's what I was going to say. Some might argue that they, they deserved the win because the, the goal was a little bit a little bit of an infringement of the rules, but I would disagree with that. The ball comes in for Templeton, Mojny jumps up, well, the handsome guy is, he jumps with his up, arm, leading. manages to yeah. get his... Well, he jumps up his arms in he's, the air. He's, he's almost celebrating before he <laughs> headers the ball. The ball hits his head. Uh, that, goes that, in the, does it? I thought it hit his hand. Well, this is my problem. Was... You can argue to your, you can argue about the did he go in too hard on the goalkeeper or not, and I think he did, and I think Neil McCann agreed with me in Sky Sports because it showed Aye. even Richard Goff. Aye, they, well. they showed a bit in the middle of the park where Moshin had done virtually the same thing to a defender, and the referee gave a free kick. So if he can do it to the defender Aye. in the middle of the park, that's a free kick. Why does he get away with the goalkeeper? Well, I I think... I've not seen that, Chris. I've not seen that second oh, incident. I would argue. No, but I would argue that it's not a hundred percent identical. Therefore, you can't use. Ah, because the goalkeeper is up with his arms as well. That's his, that was a major they difference. No, they, they, they can't be. They can't be no, identical. They certainly weren't. See the one in the middle of the park, though. The one in the middle of the park probably wasn't as bad as the one for the goal. He never had his hands up. I think if you have your hands, if you have your hands, it's okay. I know he maybe had one arm up, but see. People say about your jumping position and people are leaving themselves up with their arms, but they don't have their arms above their head. <laughs> you're allowed to have your arms above your head, John. The problem back. I've got with that is that's just the only way he can possibly compete with the goalkeeper. So he knows exactly what he's doing there. And then the ball comes down and rolls down his arm, as far as I could see. I, I don't, ah, think, I it's, I don't think it's touched his arm. I think it was just a foul. There's a still image doing the rounds I've seen on Twitter which showed the ball hitting his hand. You know, I've seen that still image, and Ali McCoy was never holding uh, back. I've seen the edited version of it with Ali McCoy in it as well. <laughs> um, I, well, see, to be honest, I, I never seen the handball at all. Uh, I thought it I, when I'm looking at it. When I looked at it first of all, the, uh, live, I thought that it was. I thought it was never a goal because I just expected the referee to blow the whistle because. Uh, somebody mentioned on the forum they use 90% of the time and I think that's correct I think that, that maybe even higher than that the, the goalkeeper gets the benefit of the doubt you're not the referees seem to think that you're not allowed to go anywhere near the keeper and I, I've complained about it many a time that I just think they're protected too often and I think that a player should be allowed to go in there challenging for a ball just like an attacker would challenge a defender I bet this was don't. a defender against a an attacker, we wouldn't even be discussing where his hands were. We would just be saying he won the ball in the air. So why is they it different when it's well, a See, keeper? I always objected the defender jumping with their arms up in the air, but the attacker's the same. You can't you, use your hands. Usually, you when you it. See it, usually when you see it, the highest players usually have their hands up is on someone's shoulders. Yeah. Like maybe to leave oh, it yeah. on. If somebody's, no, if somebody's no, actually their leverage, no, that's actually their, hands, their hands above their head. Yeah. Well, using it as leverage, that's cheating. But having your hands above your head, you're allowed to do that. Uh, 
as I say, you're allowed to have them behind your back, your front. You're you're allowed to be on the pitch. <laughs> Aye, but behind your back's no interfering. It's, <laughs> you don't have to move out the way of a player. Put, put it this way: says you have to move out. You have to say, "Oh, sorry, I'm in your way. I'll move out the way." You're allowed to be there on the pitch. Aye, you're allowed to impede someone. Yeah. You're allowed to... If you stand where you're standing and somebody runs into you, right, and you don't make a movement towards them, then it's not a foul. But that's not what happened. Yeah, I'm I'm just saying that the way I... I don't see him making a a purposeful movement to block the keeper. The way I see it, yeah, his arm's in the air, but I don't think he's made that decision. I think he's 100% focused on the ball. I know I've jumped awkwardly with my hand in the air. That's not how I normally jump for a header. But I know that when I've been running uh, and it's just, it's unnatural, an unnatural leap, my hands went in there. Uh, I've heard this argument about he's looking at the ball. And I think, ah, yeah, fair enough, but you're in the six-yard box. Where on earth do you think the keeper is? <laughs> Surely you know Aye. the keeper is going to be there challenging with you. You know what you're doing. I'm, I'm convinced Moshin knew what he was doing. Aye. See, see basically, see if it had been other end, Craig. Would you know I've been shouting for a foul? Exactly. Well, as I said, when I watching it, when I was watching it live, I'd, I thought it was a foul. So if I was watching it live, yeah, I would I would say it was a foul. <laughs> if I then. watched the replay, <laughs> the referee was watching it live. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, but yeah. So maybe he should have called for a, a foul based on the live image. But from what I've seen, my opinion on the replays, I don't think it was a foul. I haven't seen anything in the replays that would make me decide anything other than a foul. Aye, I and I think the the the, the funny one I heard on uh, sports scene was what well, I think it was Pat Nevin again, and he said in about twenty years he hasn't seen that given. Now far be it for me to argue with Pat Nevin, but I remember a goal in a Scottish Cup final in two thousand and four where a Dunfermline player clattered into the Celtic goalkeeper and the goal was given. Was that Andy Smith? Uh, I can't it, remember. Rem- yeah. Andre Skerler was the one that was credited with the goal. I can't remember if it was him that clattered the keeper. There was an incident where uh, in an old firm game, I can't remember the Celtic player's name, but he beat uh, Alan McGregor in the air. Fortuny. Uh, it was. Yeah, uh, I remember. Yep, that's it. I yeah. remember being surprised it was given. Uh, maybe we should message. Yeah, Pat we should, we should message Pat. That's twice in the last ten years. <laughs> is he on? Is he on Twitter, Pat? Now? Oh God, I hope not. He listens to the podcast. <laughs> listens to the podcast. Listens to the podcast. Aye, I don't think I don't think the decision would have been given at the other end. It's very much a home, a home team decision. Well, well, yeah. I like to think that there's right decisions and wrong decisions. And I'd rather, I'd, for me, I'd rather debate whether it was right or wrong than a conspiracy theory. But I, I get what you're saying. You're not the only one that's said that, John. Yeah, I know that Parry was saying that. But it's not the play. It's not obviously Rangers' fault. It's the the, the referees with are inconsistency. Oh, no, tell a lie. Mark Anton Fortuny's goal was disallowed. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was it? Oh, I thought that went. And why? Why did I think that? Well, because the ball went in, but it was chopped off. It was in uh, January 2010. Celtic striker Mark Antoine Fortuny claims his disallowed goal should have been given in Sunday's Old Firm game. The 28-year-old was just oh, to have jumped unfairly with Rangers goalkeeper Al McGregor with heading an Aidan McGee's cross. I seem to remember this was nothing like as as uh, bad as uh, the one that Washington gave. I don't think McGregor ended up in, his, in the net, that's for sure. I, didn't, I don't think he ended up in the deck, other than his feet in the deck. See, one thing, though, I think people need, or like maybe Rangers need to be careful of. I think they seem to think, all oh, right, Albion Rovers get lucky on that day. They've played probably the best that they can. 
and the, the, the replay is a formality. I think that's maybe doing Albion Rovers a bit of a disservice. Well, uh, well let's look at the, the stats, right? Albion Rovers, I thought they did brilliantly. They came out with a game plan and they, they played it perfectly. They maybe didn't expect to score so early, but I think that they played superbly and I don't think defending is in... I think that, I think there's this. I want to say it's not negative, but it is negative. But the, I don't think defending uh, should be looked down upon because it's a skill. But Rangers had 33 shots to Albion Rovers three. See if you replay that again, you're going to be yeah. a, a three-four goal I margin. So. I, I I I honestly think that the 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 decision to allow that goal for Washington has probably cost Albion Rovers a place in the semi-final. I can't see Albion Rovers hanging on what they did in the at Ibrox. I know they'll have home advantage, but I don't think that's going to count for much. I, 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 I think kind of got home advantage because it's a new Douglas Park, what we said earlier. But then that seemed to help me against Motherwell. So there's always there is always a chance, but I find it very hard to believe that Rangers will struggle to score like they did on uh, Sunday. Do you know what's a really really blow for a big blow for Albion Rovers? It's the fact that Sky's picked up the replay and it's now getting shown on the Monday night, the next Monday a week today, and that's after Albion Rovers play on a Saturday. Rangers are playing on a Saturday as well, so there isn't really? a lot of time for either team, but we're talking about a full-time team versus a part-time team. So I think it's so I think it's unfair, unfair in both, but I think Albion Rovers are going to suffer more from they're that. They're genuinely playing Saturday, Monday. That is ridiculous. Yes, yes. As if it was the bad. Yeah, it was. It should have been on Tuesday night, but then the the Champions League's on, so Sky can't show the game, or or they won't show the game on the Tuesday night. So they're changing it to the Monday night. They're not playing on Thursday. I'm I'm not sure. I suppose exactly. you've got the same problem. If you play on Thursday, then there'll be a game on no, Saturday, the, so it's still two days. The problem is they can't even move the the games on the the Saturday because that's that's the 17th of play, isn't it? The Monday because Rangers the Fairmont is on the tail on the Saturday at lunchtime. Rangers are playing Wednesday night, though, so you can't have it on Thursday. Are Rangers not playing Wednesday? Uh, they no, are I'm, playing the Orleans because they can they can win the title. Yeah, on Wednesday. I meant the, the the Thursday after the Monday. The should be the twentieth. Right. Uh, I think they like. I think though, in terms of Scottish Cup replays, they like to try and have them within about a week or so of the the original. No, game. even well, Tuesday was the original date, but yeah. I mean that that would have worked fine because uh, if you played it on the twentieth. Then Rangers game that weekend is actually on a Sunday. You could probably have moved Albion Rovers game to a Sunday as well. That would have made more sense. Yep. But yeah, that's Scottish football. When the sense ever come in here? This was only announced uh, today uh, in the latter parts of today. So perhaps uh, Albion Rovers will have a word with Queens Park, uh, who they're playing on Saturday to see if they could get that moved. Rangers against Dunfermline's on the telly box, so that's not going to get no. moved. I shall we just stay on the subject then? A lack of common sense in terms of the SPFL in yes. general. I mean, I don't know, there's a couple of things, actually, I, there was one earlier, I've actually got a second thing that they've done again, they keep on repeating. Um, I don't know where to start, we'll start with the series of the Scottish Cup just now. The two fixtures, semi-finals, we've had this problem before, with these 12.30 quarter to one kickoffs. Yeah, mm-hmm. again, we've got Aberdeen and St. Johnston playing on Sunday at 12.45. Because right, you know how the trains are now, great at that time on Sunday. The trains are mm-hmm. terrible. Already for this Sunday, a game that's at half past two, they're having to like they're having to get Scotland having to organise extra trains because uh, when the first train is from Aberdeen and Inverness, I mean Inverness, they would just have no chance of getting there probably if they had, they weren't putting on extra trains unless it was a bus. But yeah, again they've got Aberdeen St Johnston on the Sunday at twelve forty-five. I mean, why is that? Yep. I know it's for I... TV, but it's... sometimes you need to say 
FU TV. <laughs> get the get the game at a time whereby it's for the fans that are going to FU TV is of course Sky number four seven two. I guess nine seven one or something. Disclaimer, <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't know that. No, um, but it's crazy. I mean, they, they keep on making the same mistakes all over again. Yep. Having this game at twelve forty, they just 12, don't care. They just pander to whatever Sky, the BBC, or whoever else has got the TV deal. It doesn't the the pain punter doesn't matter anymore. That's not where the money is. It, it just ba- it baffles me. Um, I mean, it wouldn't have been much better if it was the other game, Rangers Dundee United, because Dundee United. Well, if it's I will if it's Rangers or Albion Rovers, they're both. Yeah, they're local, so that's that's not so bad. Yeah, Dundee United local-ish. are definitely coming down bad. on Saturday. Dundee United are having to travel if they'd been playing on a Sunday yeah. and again probably trains I wouldn't think are that great from Dundee or Sunday or if it's a 12.45 kick-off but it just it annoys me um, I think it annoys a lot of people as well it's yep. right, probably, okay, probably I've got the, spoke off going to the games as well the first train on Sunday uh, is 20, 24 minutes past 9 it's the first train I can find from Aberdeen to Glasgow and that arrives at quarter past 12 right and that's arriving at Queen Street at Aye, past 12. So then you've got a... We'll say you can get a jog on and you've got five minutes to get to Central. <laughs> and then you've got a train for, the, for there. In fact, no, sorry. So I'm thinking... Well, I just got the underground. You get to yeah. Ibrox. It's Ibrox. Go to the underground. Aye. Aye. At least that's, that's a bit more regular, but how many folk are going to be going that game? It'll be... I would think... You don't want to get that... You don't want to get the subway too close to kick-off. Cool. No, no, bear bear in mind that will be of... every single Aberdeen fan on what, that train, because <laughs> any yep, other yep. train's yep, That's the only yeah. one. The next one gets in at quarter past yeah, one. Yep. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm obviously lucky if I was to go. I mean, even but I'm in the central belt. But even for this Sunday, me going up to the game, mind you, the game's not till half two, but we need to be in pub for eleven o'clock for getting in. The train, <laughs> the train, trains on a Sunday are just terrible. Public transport and training is no good on a Sunday. Um, so aye, it's no good. But then we've got another one about the SPFL. Today, they reject Aberdeen more tickets, even though there's how many seats still available yep. for security. Well, they've got 40,000 40, Aberdeen, ever less 7,000. I mean, there's going to be some for the fat cats and other people like that. So you're talking about 50,000. So there's 10,000 seats empty. I mean, should Scottish football is all the money they can get. Just now, you're depriving folk that want to get a ticket from going to a game. Yep. For security, I mean, I know maybe some football fans have a reputation for maybe causing trouble and all that, but I don't think, I, th- I think just they're being a bit stupid. You, you, I'm sure they could work something out. I've been at Hamden where the opposing fans have been sitting above yeah. me. I mean, we should point out that the... and it wasn't nice when they scored. But it happens in many exactly. countries. I mean, look at what was it? No, Italian football. I mean, the famous one about that is Inter Milan in Atlanta, where the Inter Milan fans dropped the scooter in the. Atlanta I don't think that's a good example. To it's not a good example, but it just, <laughs> it just shows you, though. I mean, it does happen in countries that folk, uh, home f- or certain fans sit above the other yeah, fans. Here's the daftest part of it, right? This is Celtic Park we're talking about. Now, have we ever had the case where Celtic Park has about forty to 50,000 people on one side and 7,000 sitting on the other? Uh, yes, all the time. That 7,000 is pretty much what Rangers fans used to get. Aye. But see, because, see because we've got this stupid allegation where all the Inverness fans are in the lower tier, there's now an entire upper tier that can't be used. Yeah, I, I mean, I understand to an extent the original ticketing plan wasn't good for Inverness because they were going to have to sit in the away end, and the away end at Celtic Park is not great. But no, but it's the same I exact corner that Aberdeen I, I, fans I, I, have got on the other side of the main stand. That's no different. Aye, but, but 
can't believe they're actually depriving folk who want to go to a game, a cup final, of going when there's seats available. And they want to pay, just, mom, pay money for the privilege. It is just crazy. Yeah. I mean, hope, you would hope that some sort of common sense would come together in the next week that says, right, get it sorted. But I can't see won't. what they would do, though, because they've already sold those 7,000 tickets to Inverness fans for the lower tier, so... If, if, yep, and they'll be numbered yeah, as so well. they're not going to move so them. They have, aye, they're not, but I, I still think they could, uh, they could sell the tickets at the above. I don't know, the do you have stewards that ensures people don't go in the first five rows? I, I don't know how that, you would that. would be that. a better idea. Just have, a, just have that, stewards that, that, right that, along the, the front aye. first couple of rows and don't sell anything forward of a front like, row yeah, B. Like, there's you straight away, Craig, with a kind of bit of common sense. Okay, that's going to still miss out quite a bit, uh, uh, quite a few seats, but then they're still going to be able to see other things behind it. You need to get them, you need to get them far enough back so they can't throw coins and cups of juice. That 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 can that can happen though if fan. I know you're maybe making a wee kind of funny about it, but that could that can happen whether I mean, see if you go to any ground and there's there's always a part where the home fans and away fans you could throw stuff in. Oh, definitely. Yeah. If you wanted, uh, that, it happens everywhere. So, what, what, what is the difference between being above the fans as opposed to being beside them, right? It's not, yeah, I think I just, it just I, needs I, to I get policed properly. As long as we don't, as long as we make sure they don't, don't bring any mopeds in, we're fine. Aye, exactly. Aye, I don't think there's many mopeds kicking about in Glasgow. To be honest, John, I was going to set you up a meeting with the SPFL to discuss this, but I'm not going to bother now because you'll use the example like, oh, aye, it happens abroad, aye. just they bring mopeds in. Aye. Aye, aye that'll be it. Kiboshed. But that's crazy. It's just crazy. Yep, yep, I agree. Um, you know, I think I mentioned the, the Rangers game, but I didn't really give enough credit to the Albion Rovers players. Parry, apart from the goal where he should have punched it, that's been overly critical because as Chris mentions... Many people think it's a foul, but I think they, I think that he done brilliantly. I don't think there was many saves he had to make that were that were really tough, but he still made saves. Um, he was yeah, very confident. He in did. The air. I think his defence in front of him had a lot of a last ditch challenges as well. So I, I mean, full credit to Albert yep. Rovers. They worked their socks off. McDunlop doing his wee touch by the back post. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> Couldn't only meant it. Yep. Right, well, he was laughing. I remember <laughs> it. Pretty clear it didn't mean it. But... But yeah, again, in defence, and I do that quite often. Like a ball comes across, what do you do? You just got, you know, somebody's behind you. You've got to do something. But what do you do? And he managed to go round. Well, it was a a dangerous way to go. But I've seen myself score on goals and folk get on him. I'm saying, well, what do you want me to do? Leave it for the attacker. No, I'll get something on it and just hope it goes away for the goals. My my favourite was or by my favourite one was a boy in the first half that managed to have his wee turn on the six yard line. (laughs) Beat his man and then played a pass out, right? Well, Uh, you know, I was I was thinking about that and I was thinking whether Pat Nevin would be pleased with that because he done that that uh, the pullback. But then it seemed he seemed to be I think it was Law was going to get the ball off him. I think he resorted to a wee toe poke to get it out there. A wee toe poke. (laughs) Well, it all works. It's a well, time to poke. It's it's it's, it's the way to go. Aye. But once again, Rangers beat the Tatsman. Is that what happened? Is the goalkeeper not a well, Tatsman? Uh, yeah, apparently, as, a, apparently the goalkeeper's a Tatsman. So some would say that uh, the Rangers once again screwed the Tatsman. Uh, so I and my, my <laughs> wife was my wife wasn't happy because she had a wee cheeky bet. She like emptied her bookie account, and put all her money on Albion Rovers at twenty-eight to one. She was seeming it early, but I wasn't watching it because I was at work but she told me earlier she was saying I was scheming it early 
And then at one point, I shouted, come on, Sterling Albion. <laughs> she got a bit confused. Oh, yeah. She's usually all right with football knowledge, to be honest, for a woman. You should have uh, explained to her about the Rangers advert. What Rangers Is advert? It, they advertised it as Sterling Albion. Oh, they do a record. Oh, aye, aye. So... Aye. So aye, she was she eat. was shouting for a thirty odd pound or maybe even sixty pound one, and I was screaming for a one pound one. I was I know somewhere else though that was, was showed the draw. And it was St Johnson v Aberdeen, and then Albion Rovers or Rangers versus Rangers. Aye, <laughs> BBC yeah, Sport website, I think that was. Aye, <laughs> so aye, Rangers have got a good chance of getting through. Eh? Aye, so the, the for the semi final is Albion Rovers or Rangers against Dundee United, and that's going to be on Sky. Sky's chosen that, and Sky's also shown the other one. But the BBC yeah. are Robert showing the, the other one. What do you think of the draw? Well, I'm, I'm happy with it. That's, that's a draw I would have wanted. I didn't want Dundee United or uh, Rangers and Albion Rovers. I must admit. Much as I think St George's I think will be pleased with the draw as well. I think they'll be obviously out for revenge. Yeah. I, so. I must admit. As, as, as but, far as a, a, from, a, a, from a neutral perspective, I think I've, I've been looking forward to hopefully an Aberdeen Dundee United final because I think that'll be a great way to end the season. And it's still possible, so I'm I'm happy for that perspective. Well, I I think I'd be happier if Rangers were in the final, but I think I'm a bit I'm a bit wary. I'm a bit wary going into this because I don't know what's going to happen against Albion Rovers. I think now the way the game's getting played on a Monday night, I think it's playing into Rangers' hands. I don't know if we make it to the semi-final. I think that too many people will talk about the home advantage. I think McCoy's already mentioned it. I think that although we're the we're lower down in the, the, the pyramid structure, I think that a lot of people will be saying, oh, uh, almost expecting Rangers to come out and put in a performance. I don't think they'll be expecting us to win. We'll be nowhere near favourites for that game with the sensible punters. But I, I just think it'll be 3-0, Dundee United, something like that, if we get to the semi It'll be interesting to see what the allocation's like, actually. Because I, th- I think if you've got St Johnson, then, yeah, there would be a lot more Rangers fans. Uh, if you've got Aberdeen, 50-50 spot, Dundee United's are kind of somewhere in between. If Dundee United... I think you'll get a 50-50 split, because Dundee United... We could well take in it, In terms yeah. of the, the Scottish Cup final, when they played Ross County, I think, Dundee United I think, took roughly about the same amount of fans as we are taking on yeah. Sunday. And I don't think it was far off it. Um, Dundee, I think Dundee United are a club that have got a kind of good support, even though maybe on a week-to-week basis, they don't get the crowds that they've got fans there that probably still work in a fans maybe from abroad or... Can I maybe do go to the big games and that's most of the clubs in SPL apart from Rangers and Celtic if it's a cup final there's more fans going to the game than they would have on a week to week basis um, so, uh, if that happened if and because I definitely don't want to get ahead of myself because uh, Albion Rovers the way they performed on Sunday but if it happened uh, Dundee United I can only presume would get the, the broom loan and the govern can't see them getting the main stand, and I can't see them being happy with uh, the Copland Road and the Broomloan. Did Rangers and Albion Rovers come out as a home team? Yes. Yeah. Rangers as a home team. Aye, and Rangers or Albion Rovers. Or aye, Albion Rovers. Aye, yep. aye. So that, that removes that, because well, I wonder what would have happened, uh, whether there's a rule in place that says the home team has to have the home dress. No, it should be. because It's a neutral venue at this point in time, so... Just because it happens to be yeah. the Rangers' regular uh, home, then doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be the, they'll be the, the home team no. that day. But in you this would, case, it would, would be because just... they were first at that, so that's kind of taken yeah. that way. But you would think that Ibrox would be the one supplying the dressing rooms to the team, and if they put an A4 sheet saying home on the away dressing room... Uh... <laughs> Who's going to fall for that? <laughs> Aye, I seen something. Who's going to fall for that? Dundee United haven't been there before. <laughs> Come on. Aye. <laughs> 
I've seen something as well, sure? someone talking about the what will happen in terms of PA. Surely they can't have whoever the Rangers person is that does the PA, the public announcement. It only be someone neutral. So that you've not got someone playing tunes that would be what Rangers fans would want but to I would, hear. I would imagine they'll get this, maybe get the same guy that does a Hamden uh, gig. But then, he's a Hearts fan, so... <laughs> aye, aye, I don't think there would be any professionalism issues there. I don't think the the guy that comes out and talks about the and shouts the name of the scorers, he's not like the, what we see in the continent when they get all excited. He just he just says who scores. So you want right. to have move on. You want to have Andy Cameron coming out at half time, leading the fans into a cyclone. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure Albion Rovers will be having something to say about it, trying to trying to get there for the the semi final. There'll be a wee bit of belief there. Okay. After Sunday, I just, I just hope it doesn't end up like it did with the, the cramp. That was, that at no point did I ever want Albion Rovers to to win. Let's get that straight. But see, when they they were getting cramp, I thought, no, I just don't want Rangers to win because one of their players has got cramp. It's just not fair. It's just not right. Uh, it wouldn't be fair. He used to play for Talbot, Gary Phillips. He's a f- uh, personal fitness trainer. <laughs> I mean, even better. <laughs> Uh, I think James, because James Ward actually mentioned that uh, last night, but he used to play, and he, he wasn't a regular for Tal, but he was kind of on the fringes of the team. But he's he's done well. He scored uh, in the Motherwell game, and I think he might have scored in the last round as well. So how how are these guys getting cramp? It was only a ninety minute game. Did they get cramp in the in the league? I'd imagine they probably exerted themselves more than they have for any other game. I just it wasn't as it wasn't as if it was extra time. It surprised me. Right, well, we need to move on because we're tight for time. We've got the charity bet. Yep. Just move on to do that. We went for both teams to score in Rangers against Albion Rovers, and that came in. I'm sure I even mentioned that often the away team scores first. Yeah, I broke, and that happened. We, we went for Falkirk against Livingston. Falkirk drew one apiece. They went for Bob McHugh to score first for Queen of South, but he didn't. Well, he couldn't score at uh, Wraith Rovers house next to the stadium <laughs> <laughs> yep Bob, I, that, that house that I'm not even going to mention but then John will steam in and just say it Bob Shag I'm a Burley he's not exactly uh, prolific on the park right uh, before the podcast started uh, Chris came in with a first scorer bet and he was quite confident he sounded like he'd done his research Oh, who is it? Even if that consisted of checking the, the top scorers in a division. Well, that, no, my, my point was that Moffat scored twice at the weekend there for Air United. Uh, he's a top scorer in the division and they're playing East Fife on Saturday. So, East Fife are fighting off the, the, the playoff spot at the moment. They're kind of joint points with Airdrieonians. So, I think there's a good chance they could, uh, Moffat could be the first scorer in that game. Yep, I, I, I agree. I'm, I'm all for that. Aye, aye, yeah, go with that. Moffat, right, I don't have odds for him. McBookie didn't have any odds available. They've been too busy, no doubt, on the, the Cheltenham Festival. So no odds for that. So I, I'm sure that we'll get odds later in the week. But Moffat, I wouldn't like to take a guess at him. I, I've not followed his odds lately. We were quite keen on him near the start of the season, but kind of went off the boil. Are they home or away? Is that away? They're away. Away, away. is five. Away will be slightly better odds. I would think maybe we'll go five to one. I would Aye, yeah, but after him scoring twice and being top scorer in the league and I'm just not sure right so what, what are we thinking for a, a double or a treble 
for uh, the weekend's game. I think I'd like to avoid the midweek games. You can maybe take air to win. They're seventy-five. Oh, that's a good price. I take that. I think that's a good price. Right, that sounds good to me. And then what else is there? Fixture-wise, our Bruce versus Air Dragonians. That's quite a, a ding-dong battle for the bottom of that division. But I'm not sure I'd want to touch it for a bit. I think I think Airdrie could be a good shot of winning that away from home, so you'd probably get good odds in that, but I wouldn't want to risk a charity bet on it. What are Wraith Rovers at home to Morton? Wraith Rovers are 9-10, that's good I'll odds. Up, yep. That's pretty good odds when you consider Morton are down yep. the bottom. See if we kept that simple, it's just that double would be £45.60. Aye, I think a double's good. Simple, I, that was easy. I, I, think, I think John mentioned it somewhere along the line, but uh, Rangers can win the, the League 1 on Wednesday night when they play Airdrie Orange. Because they you, it's only be... need two points for the, the to clinch the title. So you go and take. It thing? just so happens it's my turn. Oh, and oh, there if you go. Fernland had won at the weekend, it would have rolled over Saturday. to yeah. the Rangers a game against Fernland, and that was going to be my mate's turn. So it's now worked out that I'm going to get to see them win the league oh. title, and I can only imagine that it's going to be up there with the best days. See, of my they life. need that. They need, they need a win. The they need a win. But a draw wouldn't do it. Aye. If they drew it, we'd roll over to Rangers and Fair on Saturday again. So, you never know. Well, it's a kind of night I'm going to tell my kids about. <laughs> right, so, I better, I better remember, I better enjoy it. Well, you know what, it. to be fair, it is the one and only time Rangers are going to win the third tier, isn't it? <laughs> well, never been known at Ibrox. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed my day when we were uh, celebrating winning the bottom tier. Still got my uh, champions flag and my <laughs> locker at work, but Chris and this isn't representative of all Celtic fans. It was defaced by a Celtic fan. Did they write what division it was on? It? The Mickey Mouse. Ah, <laughs> so yes, he did. <laughs> yeah. Did you celebrate with a can iron brew? No, I didn't. But I waved the flag and fly the flag. Fly the flag. They win on Wednesday. <laughs> I'm hoping that I can wave the flag next Thursday. Right, so that's us done for the charity bet. We're going to win that easy £45.60 pence, courtesy of McBookie. We might as well get the money in the bank right now. By the way, we still to speak about the League Cup final as well. So do the predictors as well. We've got Aye. the predictions. And that's the last one in the predictions. Yep. Right, so we've got games on Wednesday. We've got Dundee United against St. Johnson. Home win, 3-1 for me. Uh, home win, 2-0. I'll go for 2-1. Dundee United. Inverness against Hubs. I'm going to go 1-1. Aye, same as well. 1-1. Aye, I'll just go for one all as well. Then we've got Friday Night Football. Live on BT1. 7.45 kickoff. Kickoff. Kilmarnock against Celtic. Away win. 3-0. Yep, same as me. 3-0. Um, I'll go for 4-0 to Celtic. But it makes a nice change for Friday Night Football to be a sensible match. Whereby they can actually travel quite easily. Ah, that's not bad. No, mm-hmm. Then on Saturday, we've got Dundee United against St Mirren. I'm going to go for 3-0. 3-1. Uh, I'll go for 2-0, Dundee United. Patrick Thistle against Hibs. 2-1 to Hibs. Oh, I'm going to go 2-1 Thistle. I will go for 1-0. <laughs> St Johnson against Ross County. This is, ha- this is half five. Is this on the telly? This is a half five kickoff. It's not on the telly as far as I can see. Well, half five it's Saturday. Huh? That's weird. Isn't it? Unless it's on BBC Alba. Maybe. Usually, it's not on the usual sites I check. Usually, if it's half five, it's delayed transmission. Mm. 
That's weird. A five kickoff. I don't know what the reason is for that. Well, BBC Alba have got some live games. Uh, usually midweek, though, is it not? If it's on Alba live or Sundays. But it's rare for a Saturday. As it's live. No, it's not. <laughs> Sorry, Partick Thistle against Hibs. All oh, right. So, it's on at half so five. So nobody's showing a game it's at half five and it's just randomly on at half five. <laughs> is there some, what, farmer's market or something past that day? <laughs> <laughs> maybe there are. Maybe it's dumb on the motorway. Is that still it's... happening? Remember they were knocking down one of the stands oh, for wait. the motorway? I, I don't know. Don't know. I, right, I, don't I found out the truth. It's on BT1. Ah, okay. BT1. Good, good. I can't, I can't see that getting many viewers. Because Rangers against them, Fernland's on at lunchtime. I'll watch it. I've got nothing better to do the weekend because our game's a Friday. It'll be done. Just be sitting watching telly for the rest of the weekend. Aye, right. get... well. Aye, should be alright. Right, so I've went 2 0. Aye, so far. <laughs> Uh, right, I'll go aye, well, aye, 2-0 St Johnson, aye. Right, and then the final game is the cup final, Aberdeen against Inverness. I'm going to go 3-1 Aberdeen. That's not in the predictor. <laughs> it's not in the predictor, but it's in the black book. Oh, in the black book? Aye. Uh-huh. I think Inverness are going to get thumped. I'm going to go 4-0 Aberdeen. Oh, right. Well, I'm not making any predictions. I just hope they <laughs> win. I can't. I'm... Buzzing for this, I've been. It's like I'm waiting for Christmas. It's like that's been the first cup final I've been to in terms of Aberdeen because oh, I can't wait. There's about 80 in our supporters club going, right. and if there's a pub we're going to that's open at 11 o'clock for us. I better not name it because I think they might get into trouble if I don't open it at 11 o'clock on a Sunday seven booze. Um, but I can't wait. It's we're all buzzing for it. You just hope that we can do it. Um, so I train up 11 o'clock. And then into the game, and then I only realised earlier it's a half two kickoff. I was thinking it was three o'clock, but it's half two. Um, so, aye, hopefully we can win. Well, if it's half two kickoff, that's half an hour longer to be celebrating in the end. Aye, I've been trying to work out how I'm getting home and stuff like that as oh. well, but thankfully there's a. Who's going home? Thankfully there's a, a, light, a light train, so um, aye, we'll see what happens. I just, I think. I'm glad that Inverness have got a game midweek in terms of bouncing back from yesterday's result. That hopefully that means we don't get the the kind of comeback on it. Because I losing five 0 they're probably going to be wanting to prove themselves midweek. I don't know whether I see the two boys that get sent off yesterday. Are they be, now suspended no, for the final? No, they're suspended for the next Scottish Cup game and the next game they play. So the the midweek game actually gets them back into contention for the the, right. the League Cup final. Um, so it's exciting times. I've made up a wee sweepstake earlier as well for first goal scored as well. Cup final day. But aye, it should be good. Hopefully. I was talking about a, a heat wave. Really? So I oh. hope that you get some good weather. I see, no, I'm really annoyed we're not there. Uh, you know how many times I've been at Celtic Park this season freezing? One time it's going to be sunny at Celtic Park there's not even us playing there. <laughs> Try to look at the weather and it, it, it was a, a headline that I read that it was, was talking about a heat wave over the next couple of weeks. The, the BBC uh, weather only goes up to Friday and it doesn't suggest a heat wave. But who knows? Maybe you're right. needing to get in touch with Judith or Kirstine or Jillian or the guy. Cat Cuba, she's, she's doing the news now, isn't she? Cat Cuba. She? I don't she does the weather anymore. She's on the, the news. But I've got my new retro top as well for Sunday as well. Got Your that new on. retro top? Aye. I know it. Aye, I know it. That's a bit of an oxymoron, but uh, if you've if you're on the forum, you'll have seen it in the World Cup of Beers, the What You Drinking thread, because there's a few of us that like to show what we're drinking with our wee football top on. I was going to say, just did you accidentally spill some beer down 
No, <laughs> it's all right. So looking forward to that. But hi, bring it on. Rudy aye, to score. I think Rudy will score. I do think Rudy will score. Aye. I can see him scoring against his old club. But I just, you know what, cup finals can be like. It can be kind of tense affairs. Um, the difference with a season is, like, see, previously like, going to go into cup semi-finals recently in years and we've been let down. This team's got a bit more about them clearly. Um, kind of confidence and. I think McInnes inspires confidence as well amongst the team. And aye, good times on Sunday, hopefully. I'm sure there'll be a few excited uh, Inverness fans. Aye, it'll be their, cup, their first cup final mm-hmm. as well. So First big final, yep. Uh, big was it the guy in the, the forum calls them the, the franchise? Franchise, aye. <laughs> aye. He, 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 there's one, he struggled to get a ticket, but he was saying that you know, I think he stays in Inverness. Um, so he, he had a possible chance of a ticket. In their end, but I don't think he, he fancies that. I don't know. I don't know whether it'll end up getting a ticket or not. But but they've sold seven thousand. We're talking maybe of reaching ten thousand by the weekend. Yeah, I hope we manage it. It'd be nice to see if we can get something filled it. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure that there'll be a few, a few neutrals looking for a ticket. And well, if the seats available in Inverness, then well, certainly when see when Dundee United and Ross County played, there was a lot of uh, neutrals went mm-hmm. to that. Um, I know a few folk I, I worked with at the time they went to it I think they they went in the North County end obviously because there was more tickets available because they emptied their town and still had loads of them <laughs> and I've, yeah. I, I've heard as well there's been a lot of folk um, with Aberdeen addresses booking tickets in the Inverness end as well so right. they're 40,000 it'll be 40,000 right. plus see I, 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 don't don't think I, that, I don't think that's a problem as long as they behave Aye. as long as they're sensible about it and they don't start jumping about and antagonising uh, if those around them, I think that's fine. Like I, I've sat in uh, the opposing sides in uh, a few times, and you just be sensible about it. Aye, just how don't can jump you con- about? But how can you contain yourself? See if it goes to and it's you score a goal. Aye? How can you not celebrate your team scoring? Nah, I could do that. Like no, I see. I don't really jump final. about anyway. In a cup final, it's a cup final. I mean, you know, I seen Rangers win the league at Easter Road, and I was in with the Hibs fans, and I didn't, I didn't jump about. I was just. I well, if it was Habs fans, I wouldn't be jumping. It was a wee bit different because it wasn't a goal that won it, for example. I suppose a wee bit different. It was a, a final whistle and news trickling through. Aye, Scott McDonald. Elsewhere, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how that managed to get included. Aye, no, just... Chris has gone silent. Chris has gone silent. Horrible yeah. memories. Aye. Was it the first part of that day? Right, so is there anything else you'd like to mention before we go? Yeah, just come on, you red. <laughs> <laughs> right, I think I'm. I think I've covered everything because the, the big one for me was still in Albion. <laughs> if anyone's about get along to that, because it's a good cause, cheap game of football for a tenner and a tenner to charity. Cheap. I'll, I'll just be glad to get rid of this weekend off. Rubbish. Going back to back. Well, I suppose I've kind of got the weekend off because your game's on Friday. But at least I've got a game to look forward to after I've finished work this week. Yep. Aye. I forgot to wind you up about who you got in the draw, Chris. Damn. Uh, I'll need to remember that. You know for what? Next I'm surprised year. that Peter Wall didn't even organise a friendly against somebody to, to spend some more money into the club. <laughs> Aye, because you've got another friendly at the start of that season, haven't uh, you? Possibly. N- well, no. Because Possibly. We don't know when the season starts. The STV remembered to say that, that it was 9th of August the season's going to start this season. Our friendly right, was the second, so, so that's not too bad. Right, but thanks for coming on, guys. No worries. And enjoy your, your day out, John. And we'll hopefully hear you on Monday night with a, 
a horse voice. <laughs> Aye, I, I, I might need to, I might need to like do text and type or something like that. <laughs> get my Stevie, get my Stevie Hawkins. <laughs> <machine. laughs> go. Um, we'll see what happens. Thanks, guys, and enjoy. Cheers. Cheers. Bye.